It's your boy, Mr. Evo, the fluffy fellow. Thank you for coming on, tuning into my podcast today. Um, so let's see, where do I start? Oh my gosh! Um, I dropped a bomb. I, I I did drop a little mini episode um, before this one. It's just sharing my thoughts on the, the the state of the world. It's a little bit more serious, but this one is definitely for my people. So, uh, let's address some things real quick. <laughs> let's address the elephant in the room. Um, the difference between Boo, Bay, and Wifey, I think was a hit because I had a lot of people hating on me. And, and when I say hating, I don't mean like they was mad at me, mad at me, but they were sure calling me out. And so, you know, I have a... Public service announcement. The stuff that I say sometimes are basically concepts. I see it, I observe it, and I create a concept based upon what I viewed. And a lot of it is based upon some of the action that y'all be taking. So don't come at me because a lot of my pettiness is based off of what I've seen y'all be petty about. So like when we talk about a boo, (laughs) I've seen those on Snapchat. I've seen them on Instagram. I've seen them on Facebook. I've even seen them on Twitter. I see how Boo gets traded. Bay, same thing. Shorty, when you know, when you got to put somebody on blast that you was rocking with because he's talking to three or four other different females, but he never said that y'all was official, that was for you. And wifey, y'all all know who wifey is. Um... And, 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 and I'll leave it at that. Y'all know who wifey is. And y'all know how wifey, wifey gets down. I done seen, uh, if anybody watches this show, Cheaters, uh, comes on, I think, Saturday and Sunday mornings. I want to say Sundays, probably, because, of course, they would do that on the Lord's Day. But check out Cheaters, and I'm telling you, if the wifey isn't crazy, or wife uh, isn't crazy, and how they respond when Cheaters catch up to them. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to address that real quick and just say, you know, I I am not a sexist in no way, shape or form. I feel like you could apply everything I said to both male and female because like I was talking to a friend of mine, um, I think she's a friend. I mean, she's cool people. She's fam. You know, I've known her for a little while. Um, women are... The way they are now, because of all the crap they've had to put up with us from us men, I will be the first to honestly say I have added to that uh, reasoning why women act the way they do. I I will. I'll be the first to say that Uh, I've had my um, (laughs) uh, I've had my uh, I'm not even going to say it. The, you know, I, I just I can't even bring myself to say, it. but I know that I was a part of it. Let's just put it that way. Um, 
so yeah, so so that's where we're at with that. And you know, you don't. I said I like I like all input. Um, a lot of things that I say, like I said, not only based upon observation, but I mean, I mean, it's real talk. You know, like, um, I had a serious conversation because you know, um, I try to be as transparent as possible and and open as possible. But I had this conversation with my mother, and uh, she was like, you know, because <clears throat> being that I am in ministry. Uh, I, you know, I believe in God. I love the Lord, all that jazz. Um, not trying to slide over it, but that is a part of who I am. Um, and, and a part of my personality and a part of what I represent, um, and a large part of what I represent. And so when I had talked about the, you know, people sliding, uh, having adult sleepovers, uh, it kind of struck her the wrong way, but I was trying to explain to her and break it down to her like this. So in the reality of things, in the way that this that our society is ran and the world is ran, and the way things go, um, saved and unsaved, both make decisions in life. Um, some make a decision that we don't all agree with. Some make a decision that we all applaud. Uh, but it's a decision that people make every day. So I was trying to break it down to her and explain to her, you know, what my perception in that was, and you know, and it's not that I'm. I'm not saying it's approve, approval worthy. I'm not saying that it's condemned, but I am saying that people are doing it. The reality is conversation needs to be had. People are doing it, period. So um, that's where we're at. You know what I mean? Like it's no no jab at anybody, no, you know, anything like that. But reality is, is that there are some things that I will say on this podcast that you may not agree with. And guess what? That's Okay. You ain't got to you ain't got to agree with everything that's if you do, then you are you are the true definition of a groupie. Cause if you ever think about metal bands back in the day when they had groupies following them, what they could do no wrong. Like literally no wrong. So I don't want to be at that level. I want people to check me. And so I appreciate people like my mom um, and like my friends, friends who have checked me on some stuff that I say, but also realizing that, you know, I am who I am and so I will stick to my guns for a lot of things, especially when I feel like um, there was no harm in what I said or what I did. But that just goes to the stubbornness of me. Uh, sadly, uh, it's something I'm I'm not going to say I'm working on, but I'm working on. But anyway, so I wanted to, to get that public service announcement out the way because today we will not be talking about a boo, a bae, or wifey, but I want to talk to you about the evolution of the fluffy fella, okay? I want to give you some insight onto the big boy here, you know what I mean? Like, so uh, I have not always been this confident. I have not always loved myself the way that I do. Um, I think that I am big and sexy and adorable and huggable and fluffy, and, you know, I, you cuddle with me, and I'm telling you, you melt. Like, it's just amazing. It's probably one of the, the best experiences of your life. I'm not saying that, you know, trying to be over cocky or anything. I'm just saying that's how I feel about myself. Okay. Um. So anyway, so the evolution. So I have not always been this proud of my weight. Not going to lie. Um, I've been a bigger kid since I was younger. I think I talked about it before. You know, I, um, I was husky. But I wasn't really big. I wasn't fat. I was just husky. Like I was th- big bone. I was thick. You know what I mean? Like you know, that's just what it is. I was. A, I played a lot of ball, so I had handles. I could shoot the rock. Um, but then I grew some height on me, 
And the, this is the crazy thing, though. Like, I did not not have the confidence in myself. I honestly will say this, and people will think I'm crazy. But if I had the confidence in myself when I was younger on the court, I think I could have been a serious problem. But I didn't. I was I always would 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 uh shrink when it came to big game events or not big game events cuz when I played rec league and so in trouble stuff like that, I I showed up because I I felt like I could dominate that. But when it came to like playing actual ball players who probably weren't better than me, but everybody was around them and gave them the hype, I kind of was like, okay, let me back down. Um, but anyway, but that was the ev- part of the evolution. So, you know, so for a fluffy dude like me, like now I'm like, oh, yeah, big brother's in. You know, I got the beard gang on. I ain't always had this beard. I, you know, I was trying to grow a little mustache in high school, you know, trying to get some facial hair. Uh, but, you know, what I'm saying I, I now in all this glory that I have, I have to tell you where I came from. So I just want to tell you a quick story about where I came from. So basically, when I came to North Carolina um, for high school, my first day of high school, I want to talk about this. We're going to call this the sweater vest stage. <laughs> Let that sink in. Think about a, a big boy wearing a sweater vest. And not only that, I had a sweater pe- sweater vest, some blue jeans on. And the, the sweater vest was like a purplish blue color with some blue jeans on. And I was rocking some all purple and white Sacconis. Let that sink in right now. We're not talking about no J's on my feet. We're talking about Sacconis or Sacconis, however you want to pronounce it. That. That's what your boy was wearing on his first day of freshman year of high school. And was I wearing glasses? I think, I, and I was wearing the Medicaid Coke bottle glasses. Y'all remember those, like the ones that were like super thick and they didn't, the frames were all like, you knew they were Medicaid frames. Like, I mean, you you knew how <laughs> you people understood where you was coming from at that point. They figured if you had the glasses and you probably was eating the peanut butter and the cheese, uh, the peanut butter that came out in the can. If you don't know nothing about the peanut butter in the can, um, come talk to me. I'll I'll tell you about how del- delightful that was and how it had the instructions to make peanut butter cookies on the back. But anyway, um, <laughs> see, I'm showing my big side. Let me calm down for a second here. But anyway. So my freshman year, that's what I did. And and I, I wanted to rock with my cousin because my, my cousin's a year older than me. And so she will walk, she lived right across the street from the school, so she would walk to school. So I was like, bet, I'm going to stay tonight at my aunt's house. We're going to go to school. I'm going to go to school with my older cousin because I'm like, yeah, bet, like she'll be able to, you know, fill me in. And, and man, first of all, we walked to school. It had rained the night before. So my purple suede Sockenies had the white that had the water marker all on the front of the toe. Then my pants, I forgot to get a belt. So my pants are sliding off my butt. And now I'm not a sagger. By nature, I'm not a sagger. Now, have, have I given uh, people some plumber's crack? Yes. But what big man has not? Let's be honest. Um, and so, and then I had this white t-shirt on under this sweater vest. And I thought I was the flyest thing when I got up in the morning and got dressed. I swore I was the baddest thing you had ever seen. But that changed very quickly. Uh, In high school, 
My freshman year is probably the most awkward year of my life trying to fit fit in. Uh, my parents were middle middle class. Um, we lived in I wouldn't say we lived in the projects, but we didn't live in an in, in an area in which the wealthy did. Um, uh, but anyway, so uh, I grew up in this place called Green Tree uh, here in Wilm in I'm gonna say in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, I went to Laney High School, the Laney High School where the goat went to, um, and so I'm I'm in this huge school with a lot of people that I know from middle school, but. Maybe I didn't rock with a lot. And and so I tried to fit in with this group. There's about, I want to say literally, there's about 15 to 20 of us solid my freshman year. And um, from all, we all went to middle school together. So we decided to just link up. And then we linked up with some other kids from the other schools, you know, whatever, uh, from the other middle schools. And, and we just rocked out. But that was the most awkward year for me. And I went from that and then I, you know, I played football and then I grew a little bit more and then I was in ROTC. So I literally shaved what I didn't have on my face and I always was in my blues. And, you know, I, I, I was just like I was this jock nerd like I could ball. People knew I could ball. Um, but at the same time, I was in ROTC. So I was an ROTC nerd. Like, you know, like I was in drill. <laughs> I I don't know if people even know what drill is, but I was in drill. Um and so, you know, that was my life. And then my senior year of high school, I decided to make a change. Um, one, I decided that I was no longer going to allow people to dictate how I felt about myself or what I wore. And so I literally made a statement. I had five different pairs of sweatpants. Uh, they were gray. There was a, a light gray, a medium light gray, a dark gray, a black, and then I had um, and then I had another. I had another pair of light gray sweatpants, and they all came with hoodies. So I definitely was rocking the sweatpants and hoodies every day. And then I worked at the Brigade Boys and Girls Club, so I always rocked a. I had a red, a yellow, a green, a blue, um, and I think I had a purple one. Uh, red Brigade Boys and Girls. I wore it every day, every day. What a pair of busted Timbs. Yo, I thought I was the ish. And I had a job. And I was making money. And I got paid every week. So you know I had a brand new pair of shoes every week. And I went and got me a brand new uh, sweatsuit from from the mall. And every Friday, like clockwork. And so, uh, so I evolved. But when I got to college, I really started to discover who I was. And, you know, and that's when I started gaining some weight or whatever, or whatever. But um, still thought I was the baddest thing on campus. I had braids at this time. So, you know, everybody wants to play in your hair. Everybody wants, can I braid your hair? Can I? Yes, of course you can. Uh, and this is where uh, my downfall became. Uh, and I will always and forever shout out my University of North Carolina Central University, one of the greatest HBCU schools you will ever hear about, attend, and experience. You can forget about all those other jokers. I will call them out. Y'all know how I do. I will be Eagle all day, every day, um, period. You know, um, the, the other schools claim they have some of the best homecomings, but they're pretty whack. I mean, they are. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. You know, y'all can hate all y'all want to. 
Uh, everybody knows North Carolina Central University um, has the best homecoming of all time. And, you know, that's it's just it is what it is. I mean, we've been to how many NCAA tournaments? Um, we are the, I want to say, three, almost four-time defending MEAC champions, uh, regular season and, and uh, tournament. I mean, we could go on and on and on, but, you know, eh, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to talk about my college, my college life. And so, uh, so yeah, so, you know, I was, you know, that song, you know, I, I walked around kind of like, like Mario. Can somebody braid my hair, you know, back in my room, feeling good. And, uh, so that's where I was at. And, and now you've got this, you know, I learned how to evolve and now I'm the fluffy fella. I'm beer gang all day long. I am, I am what you wish you had in the winter and in the well, in the fall, and then the winter, uh, when it's it's too uh, hot out. I'm sorry, it's too cold outside, and you need warmth. Like that's what I am. I'm like I'm that I'm that perfect pillow. Ooh, the fluffy fellow is the perfect pillow. So listen, for all of you big brothers out there in the world, listen, you gotta remind these ladies, like when they need that warmth, they need to call you. You know what I'm saying, like. The skinny, light-skinned brothers ain't going to be able to do it. They're not. I mean, they're good. You know, they're good for some stuff, whatever that the ladies say, whatever. But, you know, like, real talk, ladies, y'all already know big brothers is where it's at. We're going to protect you. We're going to take care of you. Ain't nobody going to step to you because they don't want to step to us because we already big as it is. Come on. Y'all know the story. Y'all know how it is. But anyway... I just wanted to share with you a good little story about your boy. Uh, you know, that sweater vest was probably everything. And as I became an adult, I ain't going to lie. So I have a professional job and my professional job. There's another fellow that I work with who wears a sweater vest like every day of the week. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get on the sweater, sweater vest gang again. And I got this super dope black and gray sweater vest. You can't tell me nothing, but I guarantee you that memory, as soon as I put it on, that memory came back uh, of my freshman year wearing those white and purple Sockenies. Now, I thought, it was, I ain't gonna lie, like I thought they were blue. When I first picked them up in the store, I went in, I went in the store and I was like, oh, yo, these is bad. And I was like, they're blue, they're blue. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And then when I got them home and I like I got to really look at them in a, like, the perfect light, I realized they were purple. And I was like, dang. What a way to start! What a way to start your freshman year of high school, in some purple Sockenies. Not even now. Listen, Sockenies were not rocking like they rocking now. Like at this point, those shoes were only like thirty dollars. They weren't even forty nine ninety nine or fifty. They were thirty dollars. I will never forget the price of those first pair of shoes, because you know, I like I, I try to to shop on a budget. You know, that's just what what I was. That's how I rocked. So, uh. Dang, it was only $30. Your boy went to school in an outfit for under 50. And, oh, I didn't even tell y'all about the all-white tube socks that I had pulled up. Oh, my God. There wasn't even no ankle socks, though, bro. Like, this was tube socks, okay? Tube socks. So when you catch me in the streets now, you will catch me in a fresh pair of J's. I'm always in a nice pair of sneakers. Uh, I don't wear shorts anymore. They are outlawed. Um, and, a, and a nice polo or 
button up or a T representing somebody's brand because that's what we do. We look out for each other. Black black uh, entrepreneurs support other black entrepreneurs. And that's what I do. That's what I believe in. So that's the story of the Fluffy Fellow. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, I know that there are probably going to be a lot of questions and I will answer them gladly for you. Um, all right. So, you know, let's go ahead and skip to the next segment. When is. Ha ha. All right. All right. Check, 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 check. When is a friend more than a friend? Let's let's answer that question tonight. So I've done some observations. Uh, I've also looked into my own life. And, you know, you always have that one person, that one female or that male, depending on, you know, who you're dating. Um, So, you know, I strictly date females. I will definitely emphasize that. Um, So for the females that I've dated or talked to, there's always this one. There's always one when I'm in my not dating anybody Period. There's always one that I start talking to. And not on the level to date, but just like we kicking it and we vibe well. And I think, you know, I laugh and giggle and we'll flirt a little bit because I am a flirt. I ain't going to lie. You know, that is definitely um, who I am. But like we could be cool, whatever, chill, rock and and all that jazz. And then it grows into something more like and then y'all are friends and then you, you, you next thing you know y'all are basically incorporating each other into each other's lives and not even noticing that you're doing that and then when you do notice it you're like dang I spend spend 98% of my day with you or time with you or on the phone with you or texting you and we just friends and at what point is a decision that needs to be made because you know now now something we don't want to talk about the The big curse word. Feelings. Oh my gosh. That was tough. Like, just saying it. That, mm. But you catch feelings. And then when you go from they just a friend to y'all are friends. And then you have this emotion that comes in. And it's a word that, um, it's a word that a lot of us misconstrue or misunderstand or are misguided by um it's this word called um love oh so that we already talking about the feelings and now we're talking about love so now you're telling each other you love each other but y'all only friends though y'all only friends right that's it like you decided that you know y'all y'all kick it y'all get along y'all you know all that jazz that you know the boom cat but Y'all are still just friends. How do you deal with that situation? Like, that's tough. Like, you know what I mean? Like, y'all literally have incorporated each other into each other's lives. And so, you know, you going where she goes and she goes where you go. And, and y'all are spending all this time together. But you're not official. And their friends don't understand, like, yo, like, what is going on? Y'all are always together. You call him Bay, and he call you Bay, and you call him Boo, and you call like y'all doing all this mushy, mushy stuff. But y'all just friends. Like everybody's in your ear, and you both decide like neither one of y'all are really ready for a committed relationship to really just you know put everything on the table because you both been hurt. So you just you know you're going through these motions. But at what point? At what point do you make the decision to be like yo like? We can't do this no more. 
Like, we got to either call it quits or, like, be together. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that because I'm going to tell you personally, I like to take my time now. Before, I was a rusher. Like, I wanted it when I wanted it. If we talking, we talking. If I like you, I like you. That's it. We not nothing else. But now it's like I got to slow down. I got to take the process because I want to make sure that everything I do is done with intent and purpose. And if you not, if you, you're not ready and I'm not ready, then why rush into it? So my, my, my thought process is a little, you know, off on that because like, I'm thinking like, just if you're not ready, you're not ready. But why does everybody else got to rush you to be ready? You know what I'm saying? Like, why does, why does all this ever extra input put, oh, and I ain't even going to get into like how nowadays people just be in each other's business and throwing opinions out without even knowing all the story. Like they hear one side of it and that's it. Without even trying to, uh, to understand what's going on in that person's life or how they're really feeling, nothing like that. Like, you know, like that's, that's crazy. So, like I said, that that was just this a question of the day. I thought, you know, what what's the real deal? Like, do you cut it off? Do you continue? What what do you do? How do you how do you survive that? Can friendships be savage, salvaged? I almost said savage because I mean you got to be savage at some point. But can friendships be salvaged? That's the mystery question, isn't it? Can our friendship be salvaged if we decide not to be lovers? Is it possible? I mean, for, I th- okay, okay. My opinion, let me state, let me state it loud and clear right now. My opinion is, is that for dudes... I think we could do it and be okay and get over it and keep on moving. Uh, Not because we're not emotional creatures. Not at all. I think that is because we know how to hide our emotions so well and dig a deep enough pit for them to go into that we can move on to the next person. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that the next person isn't going to have to deal with all the stuff that we have hidden in the deep vaults. But I think that we move on faster because we try to make sure that we're, you know, we're men. We're strong. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to tell me that, you know, we can't just be friends because that's telling me what I can do and not do. Like, nah, nah, like, you know, we that's how we feel. Like, sometimes we just want to be, you know. We want to be that masculine one. And I think that females, it they it hits hard because they know how to utilize their emotions and express them. And, and, and you know, for the longest, we'd be like, don't cry. Don't be a punk. Stop crying. And for girls, it'd be like, it's okay, baby. You can cry. We understand. So I think for a female, and this is my perspective, and I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm just saying what I've observed and how I feel is that it will last a little longer for the female than the male, but that's just my perspective. Now, I want to know what you think. So comment on my post. Uh, I'm going to put a post up about this, but comment on it. Let me know how you feel. And I'm telling you, if somebody says something good enough, you never know. You might be next week's or next 
episode special guest because I'm going to address this again because it's questions. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. How do you feel about this? I want to know your perspective. I want to understand, like, you know, you know, is there does there come a point in time when you're too old to have a friend that's just a friend? Because I know people personally who have been dating or in a relationship with somebody as boyfriend and girlfriend for years. And they're older now. Now, we're not talking about, like, for five or six years. We're talking about, like, almost 20-some-odd years. So... Holler at me. Talk to me. Tell me what you think. I want to know. You know what I'm saying? I want to know. You can let me know on any one of my social media locations. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Mr. Evo 84. Hit me up anytime. I really want to answer these questions. I really want to see what you're talking about um, and, and get some perspective. Uh, if you want to send me an email, if you feel like, you know, that strongly about it and you want to give me a very well-versed and worded email, you can hit me up at evoproduction07 at gmail.com. Um, but definitely hit me up, you know what I mean? Oh, quick side note. My nickname in high school was... How you thought I was going to tell you? You thought I was going to tell you. If you can guess my nickname in high school... There's more than one. I don't know. I think now none of my none of my people can can tell, but guess my nickname in high school. I'm telling you, you you would be surprised at the things that kids come up with uh, at the bright age of twelve and thirteen. Uh, but um, yeah, so let's rock out. I hope that you guys enjoyed episode two. Or actually three, or you could say two and a half, or however you want to put it. But I really hope that you're enjoying this. Um, you know, my last thing, I'm just going to say this, you know. Let me get close and, and talk to you in your ear. So, listen. Um, the summer is here. COVID's kind of messed up the beach body. Uh, for some. For For some. And with him messing up the him or her, however you want to call COVID, whatever uh, you've gone through, I just want you to know that uh, us being that we're fluffy bearded fellows, we do not discriminate. We don't hate. Um, we understand. Uh, we'll do something that a lot of the skinny dudes won't do. We'll have understanding. And guess what? If you didn't get your beach body this summer, we can take you out for wings. We can make sure that those comfort foods are there for you, just like they're there for us. And uh, we're here for you no matter what. Because guess what? When the summer leaves and the beach bodies are gone, the fall and winter have come. And you need to be held. You need to be fed. And you need to have the best of the fluffy life possible. I hope that you enjoyed this time tonight. Have a great night. And guess what? I love you. God loves you. And this is The Fluffy Fella. <laughs>